What's poppin' and welcome to Popcorn with Cholo Sadyaran, your stop for all things pop, where we talk about all things pop culture dito sa Pilipinas and the rest of the world. If you're new here, thank you for coming in and checking us out. We talk about literally anything under the sun related to pop culture. Uh, we have interviews sometimes with personalities. We do some reviews for films and take a look back at old films and TV shows, both Filipino and international stuff so every week we have pop currents that's uh weekly updates on pop culture in general and we have our main topics and if you've been listening since whenever welcome back and thank you for keeping on listening and subscribing to the show to everyone who is wondering why i wasn't here last week sorry for the one week absence i was enjoying some time off with family we went to osaka japan for a vacation, super fun. Uh, it was a nice. It was some nice time off of things to just relax and enjoy life and eat good food. Um. So yeah, to make up for it, here's one of two new episodes for this week. This is Pop Bite number seventeen, where I'll be talking about two Pinoy films, Helgum Home and Unforgettable. So life update lang before we head on to things. Hope you guys had a spooky Halloween. I've been seeing so much great costumes online from people here in the Philippines and abroad as well. Super sad ako kasi hindi ako naka-dress up this year. And a lot of my spooktober festivities have been moved around here in this podcast. Pero hopefully we'll still be able to push through with them this November. As I said in the previous Pop Bite. So ayun, lagi kasing may... Other things that nangyayari during Halloween in my life for some reason. For example, going to the province for Undas or whatever comes up during the Halloween season. But hopefully, some other opportunity comes up for me to dress up. Hopefully, next year, uh, we get to have a Halloween party or something. But uh, we were in Universal Studios Japan during Halloween or a day before Halloween at least. And it was really fun. Uh, people were actually in costume in the park, adults too, and uh, ang daming cool costumes, Pennywise, Annabelle, may Team Rocket, may mga Minions, Jokers, Harley Quinns. Um, I don't think Money Heist is that popular in Japan, so there weren't much, or there weren't any Money Heist costumes at all. A lot of cute costumes we saw, like... Mga moms na naka Starbucks barista outfits with their babies wearing drink outfits. So that's super cute. It's just really fun to go to Universal Studios and super haba ng pila sa mga rides. So we ended up just doing like kiddie stuff and waiting it out for some rides. So for example, there's this ride called the Flying Dinosaur. It's a Jurassic Park ride. Super fun. Super scary at in the beginning. Kasi parang nakaiga ka sa roller coaster. Like flying like an actual dinosaur. So that was pretty fun. Uh, we also... I, well, I went to the Cult of Chucky horror maze alone. I mean, for horror fans out there, I don't think we're super matatakotin in the first place. So, mag-isa ako pumunta kasi pagod na yung mga kapatid ko. It was, I mean, syempre may kaba pa rin in the beginning. Pero I was first in line in my group when all the Japanese people behind me were scared. There was this one guy just screaming out loud. And I was just like, 
kind of laughing at them or laughing at how funny or how you know how things are in the maze it's really fun i mean interesting experience to go in alone for sure and it was a chucky themed horror maze so it was also fun because i love chucky the horror movie so yun, um that's just some life updates from japan so now we head to the pop currents of the week our pop culture news and updates and our reactions or in this case my reaction is it a yes, a sax, a sad, or a past? First, uh, Matthew McConaughey has now been cast as Harvey Dent in the Batman movie by Matt Reeves. We've been talking about it for quite a few episodes now. Harvey Dent was previously portrayed by Aaron Eckhart in The Dark Knight. So, who knows how Matthew McConaughey will portray him in this film. It's exciting, again. We don't know what other villains might appear in this iteration of Batman. Aside from Two-Face and the Riddler, we'll have to see when more news comes out or when the film comes out. There's no release date yet. So that's a yes for me. I'm quite excited for that. And more superhero news. Our next pop current is the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Man the Spider Into the Spider-Verse sequel has now been officially announced by Sony Animation. And is slated for an April 8, 2022 release. I mean... A lot of people are really excited about this sequel, given all the fanfare about the first film, which I really loved. I hope I had seen it in uh, IMAX, but I only saw it in a regular screen. But, you know, it's still a really, really good film. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. You still have time before the sequel in 2022. No other details have been announced so far. We might see more spider people in this. I mean, we got a teaser for Spider-Man 2099 in that last film. So I guess we'll see more versions of Spider-Man, Spider-Gwen, etc, etc in this Spider-Verse sequel. So I'm excited for that. It's another yes. And another exciting announcement for me at least is... The announcement of Harry Styles' sophomore album, Fine Line, which is coming out on December 13 this year. Coincidentally, or maybe not, on Taylor Swift's birthday. We don't really know. It's exciting. I mean, the first single came out. It's called Lights Out. Um, It's a really good song for me. So I'm excited to see what other songs Harry will come out. And someone saying, you know, One Direction, Lang Bayan. I mean, you should listen to his debut album it's self-titled harry styles go look for it if you're familiar with the song sign of the times that song is from there but there's a lot of really good tracks on that album as well so go check it out and watch out for the new album coming out later this year so yeah that's a yes for me again some upcoming events for this week um i wasn't paid to say any of this sanama sponsor time next time but here's a lot of exciting new events this week in manila First, Hon and Joan are back in Manila for a series of Ayala Mo's shows. So those are two bands. If you're not familiar with them, they're Hon and the other band is Joan. So they'll be in several Ayala Mo's starting on November 7. That's tomorrow in Glorieta at 7 p.m. November 8, UP Town Center at 7 p.m. November 9, Alabang Town Center or as the South people call it, Town at 3 p.m. and Bonifacio High Street at 7 p.m. November 10 at the Fairview Terraces, 8 p.m. November 12, 
Trinoma at 7pm and November 13 at Ayala Malls, Manila Bay at 7pm. So, I saw both of these bands earlier this year in Wonderland. So, kung hindi nyo pa sila napapakinggan, I guess this is the perfect time to go and do so. They have really good music. It's more on the synth pop vibe. I'm just gonna recommend some of my favorite songs if you'd like to check them out. So, from Hon's latest album, Love Me, Love Me Not... My faves are Day One, um, Location Unknown, and Me and You, which is co-produced by one of my other faves, Tom Mish. And from Joan naman, um, I really like the songs Love Somebody Like You. And their latest song, Easier Mind, is also pretty good. So go check those out. These bands are really good. I'm sure they're gonna get even bigger the next time they come back to the Philippines. I mean, this is already Hon's probably fourth time in a span of three years so that's pretty exciting also on november 10 is manila luzon's la reina manila luzon the homecoming concert at silo at the palace in bgc so hindi ko pa napapanood si manila luzon live so i'm excited to see a lot of her looks and performances for this show i'll let you guys know about it once i i'll let you guys know about it on the next episodes coming from that show so yun, um, those are some events happening around the metro this November. And of course, I can't not mention Cinemon Originals is already happening starting tomorrow, November 7 to November 17. In the following malls, Trinoma, Glorieta, Gateway, Ayala Malls, Manila Bay, and Power Plant Makati. Also in Vista Cinemas in Iloilo, Evia Lifestyle, Cinema Centenario, Cinema 76, Black Maria, UP Cine Adarna, and FDCP Cinematheque Manila. So here's a short primer for the competing entries in Cinemon Originals 2019. There are eight of them. I'm just gonna read some of the log lines for you and kinda react to see which ones I'm more excited about. The first one is Lucid, starring Alessandro De Rossi and J.M. De Guzman, directed by Nats Hadaune, Victor Villanueva, and Dan Villegas. So the story goes, Anne Cruz is a lucid dreamer. Her dreams are the exact opposite of her mundane, routinary life. In one of her fabricated dreams, she meets a mysterious man who challenges her to make her dreams more adventurous. As she crosses paths with another lucid dreamer, she realizes her dreams are far more alive than her reality, making her question if it is worth staying in there or not. So ito looks very insidious but more like romantic. And it stars two of the crossover actors in the indie slash mainstream scene. So it's pretty exciting and the concept is and the concept is pretty unique. So I think this one is pretty So I'm looking forward to seeing this one for sure. Next one is Metamorphosis. And it stars Gold Aceron, Ivan Padilla, Iana Bernardes, Yayo Aguila, and Ricky Davao. Directed by J.E. Tiglao. The logline reads, A coming-of-age story about Adam, a 14-year-old kid who was born with the secret of having both male and female genitals. So in trailer, didn't really reveal too much yet. So I'm not really sure what to expect out of this. I mean, syempre, pinapakinit yung hermaphrodite or um, intersex, I think. So that's something clearly... So that's something that's pretty unique as well. Hindi siya natatakil generally in Philippine cinema or TV or even in the general consciousness. So if this film 
will be the one to show us more about what it feels like or what it is to be intersex or be a hermaphrodite, then it's really interesting and I'm excited to see how this will turn out based on the reviews or if I get to see it as well. The third entry is O, starring Anna Luna, Jasmine Curtis Smith, Lauren Young, and Sarah Carlos, directed by Kevin Dyrit. Maria, a morgue intern, meets vampire, quote-unquote, drug lord, Matilda, who forces her to become a blood pusher in exchange for her life, selling dried blood sachets to modern-day harmless to modern day harmless vampires. So, this one's a pretty interesting premise, looks very edgy, and might have some political undertones with the drug trade, but make it like the blood trade. Um... A lot of great actresses here. Anna Luna is really one of my faves in the indie scene. And I've seen her not just in movies but also in theater. So I'm sure she'll do great in this one as well. So it's Jasmine Curtis. Um, she's been having more indie roles lately. So that's pretty exciting for her. Um, I'm not quite sure yet if I'm super interested in this. Because I'm not get the trailer. But we'll have to see again. Fourth entry is Sila Sila. Um, this is directed by Gio Gahol. This is directed by Giancarlo Abraham, starring Gio Gahol and Tofer Fabregas. So a 30-year-old man returns to Manila and is forced to confront his old life, his old friends, and his ex-boyfriend at their high school reunion where the past and the present collide. So this is pretty interesting. Um, another LGBTQ story to come from Cinema One Originals, which has been the home to breakout films like Too Cool to Be Forgotten and Bakabukas in the recent years. So, maganda na may platform sila for more LGBTQ stories and this is pretty nice. I mean, medyo quarter life crisis vibe and syempre may can't help but have that romantic vibe as well. The tension between exes and just being friends in their adulthood. So, that's pretty exciting. So yeah, next is Entry 5, Tayo Muna Habang Hindi Pa Tayo, starring JC Santos and Jane Oineza, directed by Denise O'Hara. When Alex DTR'd and found out that Carlo is not ready to commit to a relationship, Alex must ask herself if love can survive without commitment. So this one, I'm not quite sure actually. Mejun the interesting in trailer for me so far, but you know. It's everyone's tastes, and let's see how people like this film. Um, it has JC Santos, who's a really great actor and has been in a lot of movies and TV shows lately. So we'll have to see. I'll have to read up more about it once it comes out. Next is Tia Madre, starring Yana Agoncillo and Sherry Hill, directed by Eve Baswell. So Camille moves in a new town and lives in a familiar house together. So Camille moves in a new town and lives in a familiar house together with her irresponsible and drunk mother, Emilia. Living under one roof, the child learns that her mother loads her when she calls her mama. Despite this, despite this, she still pursues her love, believing that her mom might just be mad at her and things will go back to the way they were. So basing on the trailer, this looks really interesting based on the fact that it's it seems to be a horror or thriller or both and you know it has sherry hill 
and that power of her as an actress together with the genre might be really good. So I'm looking forward to this one. Number seven in the list is... Number seven on the list is Utopia, starring Joe Mbascon, Enzo Pineda, Aaron Villena, and Karen Toyoshima, directed by Dustin Celestino and Dustin Uy. Wow, makaparang... Wow, magkapangalan talaga sila. The stories of a videographer, a rookie police officer, and an undercover agent intertwine in the labyrinth of a violent city's underbelly. So, obviously, so this seems to be like a fun crime film. A departure from what is mostly like serious crime films related to the drug trade. Parang may pagka-comedy siya and meron din siyang... It, the cinematography looks really good from the trailer. So, this one I'm also looking forward to. And lastly is Yours Truly, Shirley, starring Regine Velasquez, Wright Carrion, and Dennis Padilla, directed by Nigel Santos. So, a 50-year-old widow believes that the young pop star is their... So, a 50-year-old widow believes that a young pop star is the reincarnation of her dead husband. How far would she go to prove herself right? So, ito, I think this is the most mainstream out of everything. I mean, first of all, stars Miss Regine Velasquez herself. So, para sa mga fanajan, it's pretty interesting. And it, based on the trailer, it shows a lot of, like, fandom culture, mga... I mean, ayun, mga faninga, going to mall shows, being obsessed with a pop star and an actor in general, artista. Mukhang masaya siya and with the premise also of reincarnation and everything, it's probably gonna be a lot of fun. So I'm also looking forward to this. So those are again the eight entries to Cinema One Originals 2019. That's Lucid, Metamorphosis, Oh, Sila Sila, Tayo Muna Habang Hindi Pa Tayo, Tia Madre, Utopia, and yours truly, Shirley. So, aside from that, there's a lot of great world cinema appearing in Cinema One Originals 2019 this year, such as The Lighthouse and The Portrait of a Lady on Fire. So, these two films specifically have been much talked about in the cir- in the film circuits. So, it's exciting to see them in this festival. You can just go check out the Cinema One Originals page or the Cinema One page for the full schedule of the festival. Again, that's happening from November 7 to 17 in various cinemas in Metro Manila and select cinemas in the provinces as well. So, I'm excited to see these films. Of course, I'll get back to you guys with some short reviews once I do get to watch them. So those are our popcorns for the week. Now we head to our main topics for this minisode, which are two new Pinoy films, Hellcome Home and Unforgettable. So first is Hellcome Home, directed by Bobby Bonifacio Jr., starring Dennis Trillo, Raymond Bagat Singh, Beauty Gonzalez, and a lot more people. So ito yung logline from YouTube. Dalawang pamilya, isang bahay. Marami silang sekreto. Gusto mo bang malaman? Pasok ka. So the story goes, there's this haunted house with a lot of mysteries. And they show na there are two families that have... There are two families that inhabit that house. Um, and you get to see what unfolds in the house of mysteries throughout the film. Um, I don't want to spoil it because if I do spoil it, then... Wala na <laughs> there's no point of watching the film anymore. So yeah, I mean... Horror film in the Philippines has a lot of untapped potential. Shepard, there's really been a revival of the horror genre or a golden era of 
the horror genre even in the international scene and in the Philippines medyo naglilo ang horror for a while um hindi pa siya masyadong pipiga lately with newer ideas i mean we've had Quaresma and Eerie this year but those two weren't as satisfying to me um specifically so i mean this is a new addition to the pack for this year Welcome home um it's nice na may bagong kwentong gusto ipakita um the story for me um uh, medyo slow siya slow to start so the story for me my comments would be it's kind of like a slow start um and medyo predictable yung movie i mean you can tell which pieces of horror film and tv have inspired it pero i mean i guess nilagyan nila ng pinoy twist I can say that, such as family matters, family roles, and everything that connects to the family in a house in the Philippines. So, ayun, that's pretty much it about the story. The scares aren't too scary for me. Personally, medyo jump scares na talaga yung karamihan sa mga scary stuff in this film. Although, It, it they're really good parts um i guess in the third act or the climax of the film it gets really good and it shows a lot of potential of what could be done in philippine horror cinema there's this really good sequence at the end of it um i won't spoil it kasi yun nga wala nang point if kung spinoil ko pa but yeah in general It can get predictable if you're really into horror and are familiar with a lot of elements and tropes seen in horror films. But aside from that, I mean, production on this film was really good. Um, the cinematography and the graphics, production design are all really, really well done. I guess this is a film that shows what could be achieved with good cinematography and everything put together really well. Commendable acting as well from Dennis Trillo. Um, Raymond Bagatsing and Beauty Gonzalez were also pretty good on this. But I think the bottom line here is that we deserve a lot more horror films here in the Philippines that take risks just like that climax in this movie. So my rating for this would be a sax. I mean, it's not super great and super unique and inventive although it has a good twist. But I guess the production value saves it with the acting as well and that really good sequence in the middle. So that's a sax for me, Welcome Home. Um, I hope there's a lot more Filipino horror films to come out in the future that tries to step up the game even further. So next, we go on to Unforgettable. This is directed by Jun Lana and Percy Intalan, starring, of course, Sarah Geronimo. Siyempre, being one of my OG faves, um, na-excite ako to see yet another Sarah G movie. So this one, kwento siya ni Jasmine, a special girl who's on a journey with her dog, Happy, to get back to her ill grandma back in Baguio. So, what I really liked about this movie is that it's really rare to have a story like this. Um, just like her other... Just like her last film, Miss Granny, this is not a story that's merely about romantic love or focused on having a leading man. It's really about one person and her journey and the people around her and, you know, how they progress throughout the film. 
Uh, it's really, really nice. Uh, syempre, with the aspect of mental health as well. And also, aside from that, I think the fact that this has a dog in it, I mean, medyo mababaw siya if you think about it. But we don't really have a lot of pet-centric films here. And although Happy isn't really the main point of the story, he, well, he's a big part of it. The mere fact that a trained dog who's a part of the narrative is just really cute, charming, and it's really not seen here in the Philippines. So it's really unique, and I'm sure all the doggo lovers out there will enjoy this. To add to that, I mean, Sarah G in this movie really gives an all-out performance for me. Kakaibang role yung pinakita niya as Jasmine, which we don't really get to see from her a lot. Of course, in this film, Jasmine is shown to be a girl who has a mental condition. Although it's not really mentioned what kind of condition it is, it's really a part of the story and a part of the narrative. And it's really nice na it's not, this mental condition is not made into such a huge deal. And it's part of the character and her as a person. And Sarah really portrays it well with the voice, the acting, Amazing. It's really great work from Sarah Geronimo. Probably one of her best for me at this point. And yun, I mean, bottom line of this whole film, I really appreciated this, is that it's all about kindness and empathy when you do get to watch it. Um, I think it's one thing that we really need in this day and age. Especially here in the Philippines, people are quick to judge kung may kakaiba sayo or kung may pinagdadaanan ka, people just judge you a lot. And, you know, it's nice to see a film that portrays kindness and believing in other people and how other people help each other. And, yun, may aso pa nga, si Happy, who's there to help her out. And also the aspect of family as well. So, I really appreciated that from the film. Um, I enjoyed, although it's not, like, the best It's pretty good. And I enjoyed Sarah G. There were a lot of good moments on here. And there's also a lot of cameos to watch out for throughout the whole film. Not just Viva Stars. Hindi ko nasasabihin kung sino. But if you have the chance, this is a yes for me. Great performance by Sarah. And a pretty heartwarming story to make you feel good if you need it. And to be honest, who doesn't need it these days? And that's my short review for Unforgettable and Welcome Home. And that leads us to our last bit of the show, our pop stop, which is my top picks and recommendations for anything pop culture this week. Uh, first, I'd like to recommend, these are both Netflix shows that came out. Um, Queer Eye, We're in Japan is out. Um, I was sa Queer Eye during the fourth season because it's all the same. But this um, Japan edition is actually pretty good because it's a different cultural context. So the stories of... So the heartwarming stories are back and they get to show themselves again in a new light. So it's pretty nice. and it's only just, So it's pretty nice to see this and, and really heartwarming as well. It takes me back to a lot of the great episodes of Queer Eye Season 1 to 3. Um, this is just four episodes, so it's a quick binge if you do want to watch it. And the first part of BoJack Horseman's final season is also out. That's eight episodes. Natapos ko siya in like two days. Things haven't like super heated up yet, but I know it's gonna get there. And BoJack's 
road to recovery and how they portray it and how they portray everything that's happening to all the other characters are really interesting and really nice to think about so those two are out i suggest you go watch those i'm gonna share more of my recommendations in the next episode which you'll be seeing tomorrow so thank you to everyone who listened to this minisode of popcorn of course we are on social media go follow us at at popcorn with cholo that's at popcorn w cholo on ig twitter and facebook and go rate us and follow on app and go rate us on apple podcasts follow us on spotify subscribe and share the love message us for comments and recommendations all on our social media accounts as well so if you're at the end of this pod and still listening to this i'd like to say thank you we have already reached 3000 plus downloads for the show over the course of our episodes and minisodes so yeah i'm really grateful for the last six months of this show we're approaching our sixth month already by the middle of november and i hope we get to improve it more um it's still a long way to go pero tiwala lang um so yeah i hope you can recommend the show to a friend or two if you're enjoying what you're listening to and enjoy pop culture in general i hope all my plans come into fruition for the next season so we'll have to see about that keep on tuning in all our other episodes are still accessible through spotify apple podcasts youtube and wherever you stream your podcasts So thanks everyone again and I'll see you real soon. Goodbye.